This podcast is sponsored by Utocop. For more details, please click on the link that is in the description below. Hey guys, welcome to episode ten of On a Personal Note with Adar Sakre. I hope uh, you all have been enjoying these episodes. Uh, the previous episode, honestly, was one of my personal favorites. Like some of them ended up asking me how you know how come you let it go on for fifty five minutes. To be honest, I think it went on for more than that. We cut it out, uh, but it's a beautiful episode. Have a look at it if you haven't. Coming to today, we are on episode ten, and we have. another amazing gentleman in the studio and uh, let's say hi to siddharth bhai hi man nice to be here huh? i'm glad siddharth so before we start off siddharth uh, i usually start by giving a introduction about the person very simple uh, siddharth is a college senior of mine so i went to st joseph's college of commerce in bangalore he is a senior of mine and the earliest memory of yours for me is uh, for me business fest were very new right so let it be as simple as a best manager very new to me but i always knew that uh, when someone needed like uh, an advice or what's the right way to go for a round in a fest they said macha go talk to paida he'll tell you what to do <laughs> okay and every month siddharth would win something or the other right so that's like the earliest memory apart from that uh, siddharth has his own company that's 314 capital we'll talk more about that so uh, sit back enjoy this episode great guy uh, you're going to learn a lot that's one thing also you're going to enjoy the story so sit back and let's get started so siddharth uh, i want to start with one yeah. thing man uh in fact i was speaking to a few friends of mine uh, before we started off uh, the shoot today and there's one word that keeps coming up when we talk about you and that's down to earth hmm. right everyone says there's usually three words but okay one phrase thanks man one phrase down to earth yeah. right so everyone says uh, bro he's so down to earth i think you know that's what makes him who he is so where does that come from like where did that personality start to build A lot of money that actually came from my parents itself, man. Okay. So see, when you even when you're growing up and all that, the most important lesson your parents, my parents actually taught me was stand on your own two feet. Okay. Like whatever you've done, like just because someone before you has done something great, you can't actually ride on their coattails and then start arrogating their their uh, achievements onto yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. And whatever you achieve, whatever you actually do, always know that there's far more ahead of you than there is behind you. Mm-hmm. So one of the philosophies that actually keeps you actually grounded, more down to earth, is the fact that you know there's a lot more that you have that you can actually do compared to what you've already done. Mm-hmm. And the only time you actually look back is when you have nothing else to actually look forward to. Mm-hmm. And that actually mm-hmm. keeps you grounded. And you realize that there's no point your work that you actually do actually has to stand out for yourself. There's no mm-hmm. point going and becoming your own evangelist, going there and actually mm-hmm. touting your own horn, blowing your mm-hmm. own horn, mm-hmm. and doing all all sorts of other things to your horn mm-hmm. for that matter. Mm-hmm. It makes no relevance. But this because is because other people mm-hmm. around you need to actually other people around you need to actually understand who you are based on your interactions with them, not with because them. something you've actually done previously in the yeah. past. Yeah. Yeah. or something uh, you know yeah anyway so my question is this right so uh, don't mind me asking how old are you now i'm 28 28 right so this is 28 year old siddharth yeah. talking but say as a 15 year old 16 year old was this thought even there at yeah. the time yeah but I how and see, see it doesn't come automatically see, right? 15 16 year old what would happen is what did i actually do at 15 16 years old okay. honestly i won i won a couple of quizzes won some college competitions this something mm-hmm. that you didn't do anything or chatting there are 15 mm-hmm. year olds now who are finding finding cures for uh, exotic diseases mm-hmm. building a whole bunch of stuff doing other stuff mm-hmm. what did you have to feel proud about at that point mm-hmm. in time mm-hmm. it was nothing but even even mm-hmm. when you started doing stuff to achieve so you became what of a class prefect mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that the part never actually went to your head because mm-hmm. the way you were the way i was brought up the way the way mm-hmm. I actually emulated myself based on other people, etc. There was never that tinge of pride that actually came in. Take pride in your work, feel happy about it. But mm. there's no need to have your 
the baggage of ego actually coming and based that itself right hmm. and see the interaction point becomes important because if i interact with you okay as a person you have no idea what i've done previously yeah. you have no idea of my antecedents hmm. where i come from what hmm. i've done who i've spoken to what i did anything hmm. of that etc hmm. you base your opinion on me based as a conversation that we actually have okay so when you come over there and meet anyone always make sure to meet them with a clean slate hmm. you don't hmm. come in there thinking i'm i'm the king of the world i'm actually yeah. here everyone has to bow at my feet etc hmm. that's stupid hmm. because don't know the person you're speaking to what he's actually done hmm and even if you do there's nothing that actually gives you it like putting yourself on top of a pedestal or something should not actually give you pleasure it doesn't hmm. give me any pleasure for that matter in fact when someone actually tries rattling off something you say ask him listen cut it short and let's cut move on to something hmm. more interesting right that's Amazing. what happened in the past i mean Amazing. it's done it's fine but what you carry forward and the way you carry forward yourself during your interactions as well as hmm. in the future that's what that's what actually determines the worth of a person hmm. that's what hmm. i actually believe in. so uh, according to you uh, when we uh, say words like success milestones uh accomplishments all of this right how do you define a successful person according to you a successful like who who is a successful person no. the reason why i'm asking you is uh you know when i asked you about how are you so down to earth usually if you look at people who are arrogant or who uh, wear a hat of what they have achieved that's because of say okay i have more money than you or uh, i've seen more of the world than you so i'm going to show this arrogance in front of you that means they consider themselves very successful yeah. right so what is your definition of success so see sub, uh, success is not an objective word mm. it's not objective at all okay. one person's success is another person's failure i'll mm. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the example of an entrepreneur okay mm. now i work I, i work i work in a venture capital firm i run a venture capital firm mm. in fact and success and failure are, are two sides of the same coin we've seen mm. as many companies are successful and a number of companies who equal equal number of companies who actually fail mm. So one person's success may be for the fact that he managed to sell his company, let's say, for about hundred crores. He'll be elated at that fact. He's like, "I've actually yeah. done that. It's amazing, etc." Another person, and uh, another person, he sells his company for even a billion. The person mm. has a huge tinge of guilt over that, saying, "I actually screwed up. That's why I had to settle for this amount." Mm. So you can't use money as a barometer for success. Okay. You can't use, I would say, worldly pleasures or the fact that the fact that you have X number of notches on your belt, you've been to wide number of places, you've mm. gone to most exclusive club, etc. Mm. all those all these are just part of a much larger intricate machine and it's easy for anyone and any system by definition always mm. has a flaw that you can exploit mm. you've seen instagram instagram influencers who managed to hack their way into all yeah, these yeah. kind of things they're yeah. not successful yeah. everyone looks at the glitz and glam and the entire they're selling they're selling to a market exactly yeah. so see the thing my definition of success actually is the fact that if you believe you don't have to go and sell yourself at all That's okay. actually your that's actually a measure of success. That's nice. That's the best mm. way of doing it. So it's not a question yeah. of money. It's not a question mm. of accomplishment. It's not a question of educational degree. It's mm. not a question of number of friends. Mm. It's not a question of what your what shirt you're wearing, etc. Okay. It's just the fact that you you're comfortable being yourself and mm. you no longer have anything else to actually aspire to. And you reach you reach a certain level. Yeah. Now, ambition success gets you to a level. Ambition mm. what gets you to see beyond that beyond that level itself. And there's always mm. a moment you have success without ambition. You mm. reach a point in time where I mean you're set. You can retire, yeah. you have a chill life, yeah. go sit by your lake. But ambition doesn't stop like ambition it just doesn't stop. yeah, it this takes where, you beyond. This yeah. is where the third part, the character mm. of the person actually becomes important. Okay. Cuz see, ambition 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 is like a fire. You keep okay. adding fuel, you'll keep actually it'll going keep, forward. It'll keep going. You'll never, you'll never really stop. That's why there are guys. That's why the most ambitious people in this country, according to me, are our politicians. These guys, 85, 90 year old, they still have to, they still walk on the streets, go onto those rallies, address all those people. Yeah. Man, if I was 90 year old, if I get out of bed over there, it'll be an achievement, achievement for me, honestly. Where do they find the energy? That's a good example. That. But that's, that's the ambition example. that actually drives mm. these people. So mm. you need to decide where does your ambition actually. Mm. Why do you want to? Why do you want to put a stop to your ambition? Yeah, because ambition you keep growing. Because there's mm. nothing that's actually going to stop you, right? Yeah, you become successful. You become successful of one one aspect. There's always something mm. more that's always ahead of you. That's why it's always a lot more ahead of you than they'll ever mm. be behind you. Mm. Mm. So that's the thing. The characters what allows crazy. you to actually stop that. Because ambition will consume you too. Mm. There mm. are people who spend if their ambition will actually become successful in their work career. Mm. There is no top. The moment no you top. hit, moment it one milestone, then again, another milestone that's there's another there. milestone waiting. It's exactly. crazy, man. I like that insight. The reason I want to start. part of uh, this podcast with that insight is because of course uh, when we talk about your company that's 314 capital uh, before we dwell into that and all that can you give us when i go on your linkedin there are these uh, two three names that come up saying investor into mm. this company mm. give me three companies that you're really proud of investing into uh, with your firm as of now yeah so the first company is licious and i'll tell you the reason i'm asking yeah. you that right so one is licious okay yeah. one is licious the second company is open 
Uh, they call open money now. Open uh, money. Okay. Open money. And the third company, I mean, third company is going to be tough. But I'll say as of now, I'm going to say better place. There's also a reason for better it. place. Is better it? place okay. is the name of the company. So now you know you go, you go ahead. If you've heard of the company, awesome. If you haven't, go ahead and Google it. The companies that he's invested in, right? Now, which means there is a certain part of your brain that's business savvy. Hmm. Okay, that is confirmed. But where did that start? Like, the reason I'm asking you that is. I really feel some people are born with that man. Like not everyone can see, say, Licious and say, you know, this is a brand to invest in. But there's a reason you have invested yeah. in. So where did that start? Did Siddharth start exploring on his own, or did someone come and give you a fire and say, okay, you know so what? So a large Go amount of it actually came. Large amount of came from just just life in general okay. actually there wasn't one particular spark or something so mm -hmm. i'll tell you why uh, innovation is the greatest creator sorry uh, scarcity is the greatest creator of innovation okay around. the moment there's anything scarce your ability to actually think on your feet your ability to optimize whatever resources <coughs> you have the ability to extract maximum amount of value hmm. always ends up existing hmm. so this has been this has been part of me for a very long period of time so as i was saying when even i was being bought up and everything right okay. my parents made it abundantly clear that provided you do certain acts you'll actually you'll actually end up getting rewarded so that okay. the carrot in a stick approach was actually was actually very very sound mm. and it was simple like if you don't perform sorry you're not gonna get you'll get the bare basics of life you'll live a live a comfortable life yeah. everything but if you want something you really want like a new mm. toy you want to trade mm. you want to get a phone or something like that mm. you need to do something in order to earn that earn that okay okay and so that was their entire thesis that was thesis number one mm. thesis number two was if you're a kid or something, I'm going to give mm. you the bare basics for you to actually go and go and lead a nice, enjoyable life. Yeah. So in that case, my pocket money for the mm. longest period of time, I still can't, uh, my parents still haven't been able to contemplate and explain to me why okay. was hundred bucks. Till when? Till college. What are you saying? Bucks Come on, man. I bucks, don't believe this. Bucks, no one believes it. Every, every time I say it, no one believes it. The way was, I see it is you, you have always had a card with you. You can swipe to any amount. Not really. So I'll tell you what. Huh? So even so, if I would swipe, the message okay. would go to my father. Immediately okay. a question would come from him saying, what is this swipe for? Oh, so I, I would have to give accounts and hisab <laughs> from day one. Accountability has started from day one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you spend 10 rupees extra also. They are just like, why? And mm. so in case, and that was a normal pocket money. But let's say, for example, you're going out with friends or something. They'll give you something little higher. You, are, I need to come back and give a proper. Come back with the bills, mind you. Not okay. even like your own made-up accounts. Come back with bills and say how much you've actually spelt as. Oh as shit! So I gave you five hundred, and okay. you ended up ended up spending let's say about four fifty. Mm. So fifty bucks to come back to them. You oh, couldn't like, exactly keep that fifty. So mm. given this, so for, first of that nice. part, there's risk and reward. Mm. Second was the fact that there's a lot, amount artificial scarcity inflated upon, okay. inputted upon you. The third part is confidence in your third part is actually where the innovation or the risk taking actually came in. Where you said that, look, if these are the constraints I have, what can mm -hmm. I actually do as a person to ensure that I have the quality of life that I want? Okay. You went to Joseph's, I went to Joseph's. Yeah, yeah. All of us know what Joseph's yeah, are yeah. famous for. Yeah. All of us started doing that from like <laughs> the first year of college itself. Let's be honest about <laughs> oh, it. Man. There's a reason the location of Joseph's is, for people who don't know, the location of the college is beautiful. It's at the end of Brigade Road in Bangalore. Fantastic location. You can, And there are, I think, about 20 bars that are just in the... Yeah, yeah. 100, 100 meter vicinity itself. There's, so there's something called a Joseph pub crawl. You, yeah. go into a, you go into a pub, you stumble out of it, you go into the other one, as you're stumbling in, stumble out of that, and you make, make a, like a snake a snake way throughout all the pubs that are actually over there. Proper pub hopping scene. There was a large amount of pub hopping, and it was fun. It was, yeah, you yeah. get like really bad alcohol, 100 buck mm. wine. I'm not sure if that was actually oh, yeah? wine okay. heritage. That's crazy. One liter, 100 bucks. 100 bucks. No one knows that it was actually wine or not, honestly okay. speaking, but it managed to do it managed to do the job on top of that. So as at that point in time, I started realizing that I had to actually make sure that I could actually earn my own, own my, earn my own money. Hmm. to ensure that I could actually live the life that I actually wanted yeah. to. At so the point when resources were... Scarce. Uh, yeah, like, and it was done intentionally. It was done, it was done intentionally. See, drive that thought process. So my parents had a simple, and this is a fantastic philosophy for anyone. Hmm. Give your kids enough to take care of the bare basics of life. Hmm. Hmm. If they hmm. want anything else on top of that, let go them actually go. Go get it yourself. Go get it yourself. Because hmm. no one's going to come and give you, no one's going to spoon feed you all this with a silver spoon for as long as you're alive. It happens when you're a kid, hmm. in your five, six, ten or something mass. After that, you start being able to make your own way in the world. Okay. So then this started happening. So I realized I was I was fairly smart. I was okay. good at quizzing. I enjoyed okay. these extracurricular activities. Okay. I was so inside. I, I went and started doing those. During mm. my 12th standard board exams was when I got actually introduced to college quizzing. Okay. And that's when I realized, so previously quizzing was you win something, they give you a medal, they give medal. you some trophy, they yeah. give you like a certificate, mm. nothing of real value. I mean, yeah. sentimental value aside, nothing of real yeah. value. Yeah. College quizzes were where they would actually give you cash. Yeah. So I was like, shit, this is mm. awesome. This huh? is crazy. So mm. I have to just go beat a bunch of people who are some, somewhat around my age. Let me actually, let, let me actually, and actually earn money out of and it. And actually earn money out of it. And that was a fantastic revelation for me. 
So uh, I went as our college. I went as our quizzing in college, and mm. I I I was fairly successful as part of that. I ended yeah, up earning a large amount of money, and I would spend <laughs> that money for myself. I said, look, simple philosophy. I earn the money. Yeah. I can do what I want with it thereafter. And, and these these rumors were crazy in college. Macha esre Siddharth won this much money, bro. <laughs> Even yeah. I want to do the quiz. <laughs> So we actually so the funny thing about that quizzing is in my third year of college like mm. every third year of college for that matter in your final year of college rather most of your friends actually go and start partying enjoying etc academics is actually at the at the last part at the last a number of my friends I actually realized are horrible attendance mm. so for contrast I'll, I'll get to my attendance a little while also so what I did is and because I actually started a quiz club because of that oh, I said crazy. look. Uh, I need to actually like all my friends are there. Let me actually try helping them out however I actually can. The quiz club or by myself when I go quizzing, we were fairly successful. In fact, we were the most successful quiz club in the city for that during my during my third That's year of college crazy, itself. Man. So I, I said we I think we won about some forty or fifty quizzes or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean Mount Carmel itself have won about fifteen fifteen straight off the bat. Oh my. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So what I did is actually when I created a quiz club, I said mm-hmm. look all of you guys come. Just become mm. members of the quiz club. You have to do nothing after that. Mm. Come for one or two quizzes whenever you, whenever you whenever can. Even if you don't, mm. I really don't care. It's Life will actually continue. Yeah. Mm. We became the second largest club in college. Oh. In that photo, mm. there was I, I forget what the name of us. We were the second largest club, and not a single one of those people actually went and quizzed. They all got their attendance, by the way. Oh shit! Just because of the laurels that the quiz club actually ended they'll up be, doing. They'll be so happy they knew Sadat. Yeah, they were, they were, no, it was fantastic. And yeah. I mean, the quiz club lasted a couple of years after that also. People okay. tried doing things, but that was the thing. So I, nice. I would go out. I would hmm. actually, I would actually win whatever I had hmm. to, and then that became part of so my that lifestyle. That was itself. the first uh, glimpse of saying, okay, I can chase things and earn money out of it and yeah. make my life better. And see, they were, they were. For example, I've, I've been to, I've been to science and technology quizzes in NIT Trichy where we won by about 150 points. Oh, I've been to a my. medical quiz where hmm. I was actually leading. in St John's when mm. they had their fest i was actually leading up to the last round and then oh they asked man. me which which medical college i use i said i'm comes i'm st john's college of commerce they mm. lost it saying we can't have a commerce guy coming winning a medical quest they took their 50th 50th syllabus they took like slides out of a class and they put up some histology slides just like slices of cells and all that saying identify the cell identify the disease i'm like my biology ended in 10 standard but i can <laughs> no so i came third in that okay like even the oh. i beat the third years out all the 50 years one because they did that like a couple of weeks ago and the, oh, i met the organizers man. after they came and just told me dude i mean we couldn't we couldn't let a commerce guy win amana maria they'll go for it <laughs> like it's fairly obvious so That's these kind of fun crazy. things actually end up happening mm. so even in college as well going and exploring and making sure you get out there mm. actually becomes important So mm-hmm. these three things mm-hmm. actually end up actually keeping you grounded, and mm-hmm. even with these companies as well. So you okay. can see an opportunity where no one else actually can. Okay. And you realize, see, the the thing about investing is, especially in early stage or startup investing, it's not the same as investing in the stock market. Yeah. The stock market, if there's a reliance, so go give him give money that yeah. he'll never know who you are. You'll never you'll never be able to meet him. The company will do well. You'll make money. You'll make. So, but what happens when you're investing in a startup? I'll, I'll give you the example of Licious sure, actually. Sure, so, sure, Licious sure. came to us when they just started the company. Okay. So there was nothing else. They just started. You know what Licious is? Licious is, yes. uh, Licious is an online online fresh meat that Delhi company. It's yeah. an entire experience that, that was made to the doorstep. Yeah. Exactly. Huh? Yeah. And so the thesis was simple: buying meat in this com- in this country is a genuinely disturbing and visceral experience. Experience. You either get heading there and heading looking there, at all these visuals. If you go to a wet butchery, honestly, you see that happen in front of you, you lose your appetite. Mm-hmm. Huh? If you yeah. go to a cold, if you go to a cold, uh, if you go to a supermarket or something, buy that cold. The smell. There's will. no smell. It's like a rock. Literally, if you take and you throw that piece of chicken on someone, that guy will die. It's like a missile that way. Mm. So that's a horrible way for people to actually consume consume mm. essential protein as mm. part of that mm. for the meat eaters who are in the country. Mm. This is the entire thesis was: I want to deliver meat fresh to your doorstep in a hygienic fashion. Yeah, okay. The way mm. the way Indians should actually should actually yeah. end up consuming this. Yeah. That was the thesis. When they came to us, they just did about hundred deliveries. They were. They were a three-week oh, old company. That's like super. There's nothing there. Super early. So super yeah. early, but that company right now in the latest round of funding was valued about seven hundred million in the span of five oh, years. Oh man! So finding out these kind of companies, taking the risk, taking a risk mm-hmm. with them, and mm-hmm. more importantly, actually working with the founders mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. entire founding team to grow up, grow the business. Mm-hmm. Because early stage investing, while they require capital, that's actually really? true. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. in this country actually yeah. requires capital. Yeah. Yeah. More than that, they actually require expertise. They actually mm-hmm. require someone to actually a shoulder to lean on, a yeah. shoulder to actually fire off of, and a person to. And a year to actually listen to them, mm. help them explore and vet their ideas. Allow them freedom to experiment. Defend them so, in the board in case one of these experiments actually go, actually goes wrong. And so believe in act- the founder. Actually, what actually gets you through? You're actually walking with them. True. At each step, so the experience to. is completely different completely than just different. investing into exactly. Uh, you know, stock You've market, seen these yeah. companies grow grow from strength to mm. strength. You've been them and like that. There are also companies who haven't done well. 
Yeah, companies for a variety of reasons, they couldn't make it. The product wasn't right. Some other guy raised a large amount of cash. Something was wrong with the founder. Whole bunch of things also happened. But the sheer joy you get in terms of new asset creation, creating a new business that's going to become a household name. And you enjoy that. It's a it's a fantastic yeah, thrill. Yeah, there are sure. very few other businesses or very few other business models allow mm. you to make such a material impact into so many people's lives mm-hmm. as part of that itself. And That's doing amazing. doing the stuff that you like. And there's mm. no there's no and there's a lot of variability. There's no repeatability. You don't invest in three companies of the same kind, right? Yeah, yeah. If you take a bet yeah. on that, you're taking a bet on that space, bet on that founder, bet on that company. You're yeah. taking a bet on all three of them. True. And you're going all in for those. So if something goes wrong, you can't go find another guy and then yeah, try getting into that thing no. through a lateral, mm-hmm. a lateral entry or something. It's impossible. So, you know, when all, you're making all these decisions, right? Was that time, like you mentioned, there, was, there are so many bars around Joseph's. Uh, at those times, at those parties when, you know, everyone's just getting sloshed. Mm-hmm. I want to know, was Siddharth talking about his business ideas or is he also open to talking about breakups at those times like that? Everything. Or was Siddharth always saying, Bro, let's talk about business. No. Or is there always a friend in Siddharth circle who's pitching a new idea? Like, how does that social circle work so for you? So all of it works. As see, the thing is, no one looks at no one looks at me as a unidimensional character, saying this guy, this guy okay. is like this guy is like a VC. So this guy okay. is just like a he's a proxy for an ATM for that. I go okay. pitch an idea to him, he'll come and give me money. Yeah, and yeah. I'll continue. Hmm, hmm, hmm. That's not. And nobody nobody can actually sit and just talk about like work twenty four seven. It's actually getting into you end of up course. getting burnt out. Of course. So even in college and all for that matter. College, how was it? Like no, my conversation varied on everything okay. you know? how okay. to prevent like if someone's actually drinking make sure that the guy so there was a, there was a, actually a hangover cure that we came out with i don't know it's it sounds like pseudoscience why isn't it released huh i don't know i did a whole bunch of guys who have similar things so i realized so since i was, oh, so, I, so okay. I was a science student i was mm-hmm. i did science till uh, 11th and uh, 11th and 12th then i shifted mm-hmm. on to commerce and then ca and everything yeah, that comes yeah. after that so there's always a very strong inkling towards science mm-hmm. and if you, if you look at the biological pathways about the ingestion of alcohol the way alcohol is metabolized in your body mm-hmm. what happens is so the uh, alcohol becomes acetaldehyde acetaldehyde is 20 times more poisonous than alcohol which is what causes the swirling of the mind and the slurring okay. of the speech and a large amount of okay. it and that actually gets converted to acetic acid and you piss that out. Okay. That's the entire cycle. The process the of enzyme, The enzymes that mm. convert alcohol to acetaldehyde do it very quickly. But okay. the conversion of acetaldehyde to acetic acid takes a long period of time. Okay. For that, you need a stronger oxidizing agent. Okay. So one thing that can help over that is vitamin C, which is one of the strongest okay. oxidizing agents mm-hmm. you can get naturally. So lime juice. That's why people say have some lime, have, have some, some lime, lime juice yeah. and, actually, and actually drink some water and, and go and like, you know, go pass out after. So getting vitamin C into that actually became important. Hmm. Now what would happen is the reason why you would, your mind and everything would actually start getting more fog getting more blurry because there's a very important vitamin called vitamin B12 okay. vitamin B12 is water soluble so every time you piss you're okay. actually pissing out all the vitamin B12 all in your the, body okay. hmm. so and that directly affects something called your medulla your cerebellum and medulla oblongata hmm. which mm-hmm. controls your spine controls you being erect and controls yeah. the most basic functions of your brain itself huh? so the moment and your body needs vitamin B12 to survive vitamin B12 can only get metabolized if it has vitamin B6 along with it hmm. So I tried explaining all this to a whole bunch of college guys, a whole bunch of drunk commerce students. <laughs> it was next to impossible. Five minutes oh, okay. in, the eyes this was during a uh, degree. Yes. Yeah, okay. So I started. Mm. I started everything after I became eighteen. Yeah, uh, like yeah. in college. In college. Sure, sure. Huh? Mm. And that's important. I mean, there's a yeah, cutoff yeah. age for a reason. Yeah, yeah. That was twenty-one, I think. But mm. everyone just tears his age. Sure, sure. So, mm. so I started doing that. No one actually. So I couldn't actually convince them. So I just said, okay. fine. I, I once did an experiment. Huh? Okay. So I kept a control guy. One guy I didn't give it to. Another guy I actually gave it to. The guy I gave it to with a glass of water, the vitamin C and the vitamin B complex. Okay. Three of this, he had it. Passed out. That guy didn't get. It, he was just passed out. Mm. Next day, this guy was pretty fine. He was still slightly hungover, but he wasn't as bad as the other guy. The other guy was screwed, huh? completely screwed up. So I'm just like, dude, this works. Since that experiment, people started coming and actually, uh, people started getting interested in that. Okay. So that's just one example of it. So mm. sharing whatever knowledge you possibly can as part of it was that talking mm. about sports, talking about mm. talking about a whole talking about whatever you actually speak about in mm. college, right? Mm-hmm. All that was actually part of the experience, and that still is part of the experience. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just go and talk. Okay, there's this company. I have to go pitch this company and go do that. I mean, that's one aspect of my of my life. That's yeah. an important aspect of yeah. that. But yeah. there, are, there are far more facets to every person's personality. Mm. It's always important to actually sit and explore, explore mm-hmm. that. That's even in your podcast as well. The one mm. thing I really like mm. is that you guys go above and beyond the pale of what the person actually does. Yeah. I mean, your yeah. job is one aspect. Yeah. Your achievement yeah. is one aspect. But, but there's a lot more to the individual right. than just that itself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's where this, this place can actually end up shining. That's why I think you have a fantastic franchise that way. Oh, right? man. I'm glad. Thank you so much for that. Awesome. Awesome. So that's really nice to know. Uh, the one word that kind of kept highlighting when you were 
speaking about this is the word experience, right? Uh, you're saying even the companies, you know, you're investing in, you're not just investing in letting them go, but you're actually enjoying the process. Yeah. Now you told me, say, you know, you're having a drink with your friends. What's more important for you is uh, maybe the conversation and where that's leading. Yeah. Uh, so apart from business, what are the other experiences you know, you want to chase in life as an individual? Like, is it travel? Uh, is it doing something else? Are there parts of your life that, you yeah, know, plenty we haven't? Yeah. No, so there's, see, there's avocational pursuits, what I call them. So be it travel. Avocational pursuits. Yeah. Okay, first so, of all, what does that mean? So vocation is what you do. Avocational okay. is not related to your job. But pursuit okay. is a pursuit. It's just chasing something. It okay. sounds better than saying hobbies, right? See, yeah, I'm going to start packaging using is that. important. The packaging is very important. It's avocational pursuit, is uh, it? Avocational pursuit. So, so I can ask someone, uh, what's one of your avocational pursuit? Yeah. Right. Okay, this sounds good. It sounds good. <laughs> and it starts off a conversation that way, right? Yeah, yeah. So see, travel, travel is something, travel is something I still, I'm still very happy actually doing. And traveling not for the purpose of work. If you travel mm -hmm. for work, you basically get off the flight, you go to a hotel, mm -hmm. you get out of the hotel, you go for whichever yeah. meeting, you go for a dinner at max, you go back to your hotel and okay, repeat the same cycle. Mm -hmm. Not the greatest thing, you don't see yeah. anything. So yeah. I've actually traveled to a bunch of places where I haven't seen anything in that place for that matter, except for this Just for the park. conference hall and you would have That's all, that's all. Yeah. That's it. Huh? Yeah. So travel is something that's there. Reading mm -hmm. is something I actually want to get back to much more strongly oh yeah how's that, that been for you like are you a it's reader good. yeah i used to i used to go through a book every two days like you know, in school and college really okay. really quickly now mm -hmm. it's a book in about a week to 10 days or 20 days and all but you're still time. reading i though. still read you still do the day you stop the day you stop reading is the day you stop living okay how's that changed things for you like in terms okay. of reading no it gives you see reading is the best way to give you a greater view of the entire world Think about it. It becomes impossible yeah. for you. Let's say, for example, it becomes impossible for you to actually for you to actually visit some 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 godforsaken place or some mm. really far off place. Mm -hmm. it, it's next to impossible for a variety yeah. of reasons. We might and never in this day and age there. right now. Yeah. Mm. It is. But reading about someone who's actually been about that and vicariously living your life through that, that actually mm. gives you greater insights. Mm. Getting insights into how people came up with their best ideas. Getting mm. insights into new fields, new fields of study that may not have a material impact on your life now, but it'll actually dramatically alter everything in 30 to 50 years down the line. Mm. Going through even textbooks for that matter to actually mm. give you a deeper, a slightly better understanding of what actually happened. That's why the introduction, the, the series called the introduction series. It's a okay. graphic novel kind of thing. It introduces you to various complex topics and people. In hmm. the form of a graphic novel. It's actually hmm. fantastic. I bought hmm. the entire series from end to end. Every time I go to Blossoms, oh, I keep hmm. hunting if there's anything new that's actually been released as well. Hmm. So that reading actually gives you a window into what that exposure that maybe nobody else in your circle exactly. gives you, right? Yeah. And, and there's reading, there's hmm. videos, there's podcasts, there's any yeah. form of consumption of content yeah. that actually gives you a greater greater perspective into life and greater variety into that. Itself. And if it's genuine, you're getting it like ready made. You yeah. don't need to go live that. Exactly. Uh, take and then you can figure out what, what you want to do mm -hmm. after that as well. So nice. content consumption is actually a very, very important aspect of that. Then mm -hmm. there are actually real world experiences. You can't yeah. just live everything yeah, yeah, through course. a screen then or something. There's some things you got to live through and yeah. take it yourself. So it's, it's, it, mm -hmm. can be, it, can be, it can be simple stuff like actually going for a trek for that matter. Yeah. Or if in yeah. case you are already are somewhere going off the beaten path and actually going and exploring. Mm -hmm. that, that sense of exploration actually becomes important. Finding mm -hmm. some hole in the wall that serves the best biryani that's actually Padmanabhanagar has a few places like that as well. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does. Next time I actually make like a day trip all the way back here outside so of he's taken a good one one and a half hours yeah. to get here bangalore traffic though, but bangalore anyway traffic. that's huh? another con so one is travel books what else do travel you, content what do you want to seek in your life in terms of experiences uh maybe give me like a whatever life has to offer i would love to go to space give me ah okay honestly on the bug okay uh, so i say given the fact that so bezos bezos and uh Branson are you actually like do you mean that do you actually want to do that in i wanted life? to go to space for the longest time Okay. See, that's why even Interstellar, that way, Interstellar and, Gra and Gravity have actually been fantastic movies to watch. Okay. Because it gives you a much deeper, see, the greatest sense of perspective anyone can possibly get hmm. is the moment you actually, if you're if you're in outer space, actually looking. There's a very famous quote that way. What is that? Says that um, I know, there's a famous astronaut who said, I don't know if it's Chris Hadfield or someone else. I think I think hmm. it was, uh, or maybe Alan Shepard. Hmm. He said, if I could take all the leaders of the world, hmm. make them stand on the moon and look back at the entire earth. And make you then look at the cosmos and make you oh realize man. how small you actually that is, that are. All is. the stuff that you fight over, these small little quibbles, are nonsensical in the grander sense of things. There's that picture, right? Uh, with the, the space. This is where you live. The pale blue yeah, dot. The pale in blue my Carl Sagan's written a wonderful work on the pale, uh, the pale is blue, it? blue dot itself. You should read it. I think it's about oh, that's amazing, 15 to 20 man. lines itself. But it puts into perspective all of human, ah, all yeah, of yeah, I think I've read all this. our histories. Yeah. Everything we've done, everything yeah. we bought over, anyone who's ever lived, is just a pale blue dot that's actually hanging in the cosmos. <laughs> and, so you're, and you're fretting on 
ఫోన్ you honestly almost know that he's in the middle of something mm. <laughs> right you i don't know that's the vibe like true, true, true. right that Usually vibe is, is there. i'm being honest here Usually which is. means your days are packed yeah right right so now where am i heading towards this i want to know from you now this is a problem i've been having off late in fact uh, i was having this conversation with my boss recently i said uh, you know i want to kind of get a schedule in place for my life right so he said there are two types of people one who work at night one who work in the morning yes there are you know majorities who say you wake up in the morning that's the best time to do stuff but if the night works for you that is how it is but i think one of the things we kind of agreed upon is if you have a structure in place that's able to kind of get more efficiency over time so what first of all how's your life right now in terms of a schedule and second what do you think about schedules consistency uh, being such a busy person how do you include things into that schedule how's your take on all of this life part? right now is chaotic okay. it has been chaotic see the thing is as of the moment you start something of yourself any mm. little minor thing that goes wrong always becomes your problem after it's mm. a straight up escalation because it's it's your baby right you actually create it you you'll do whatever you can to actually protect it nurture it and make sure it actually grows so that remains even with the yeah. firm also anything happens some company yeah. has a problem something goes off it's always it's mm. a call there's a call or something that happens you need to actually intervene and make sure that goes through so that way your uh, my ability to actually schedule matters for that is actually hard okay. it's genuinely hard even is it hard or it's like is it hard because of the situation or is it hard because of your personality because some people like are really bad at timing no a bit of both a bit okay. of both see i'll tell you why now mm. see there are numerous tools and everything that exist to sort of stage jacket into stage jacket into a schedule okay. having a calendar for that matter or just like google calendar or apple calendar or something okay. the moment you commit to something noting it on your calendar mm. blocking out that time Yeah. is one of the simplest steps you can actually do in, mm. into creating your own schedule and framework mm-hmm. so this gives you a a live a live view as to what you already committed to so it's not like you're relying on memory and memory is one of the most fickle resources you can rely on <laughs> huh you That's remember something you, and, yeah. and for anyone who's written an exam mind mm. you you'll realize how fickle memory can actually be you sit yeah, and prepare yeah. everything sit you go see the lose. first answer fuck everything is gone there's a blank state and you're like okay Shit. do it now scroll scroll yeah when does the bar open let's see huh? where can we actually <laughs> bounce huh? that kind of things right uh-huh. so see you don't rely on you don't rely on memory there are enough tools for you to actually do it but the moment you start straight jacketing your life and say i will wake up at 8:15 sharp i will i will go take a dump at 8:30 sharp mm. at mm. 8:20 8:20 i'm going to go have like a cup of coffee to make mm. sure make sure i can take my dump etc yeah, yeah. will never work out Okay. The moment your life is actually that regimented and straight jacketed your ability to experience anything new actually goes for a toss. Okay so what do you, you suggest man the, see that's where I'm see, stuck. So I'll tell you what you do figure out mm. figure out what works for you. Now as a person I'm more of a night time person than I am a day time person. But work hours work hours mm. cut off at a certain point in time. So mm. what I do okay. is the way I structure my days is simple like when I wake up in the morning etc first thing mm. is don't look at your phone. Okay. The worst thing you can do to actually screw up your entire mood is look at your phone the first thing you wake up. Okay. Wake up in the morning do what you have to. I usually I get up I get, I get up do that in morning what I do in the morning. work out for a while then start looking at my phone and then start actually doing what i have to okay. there after head to work head to work there after as part of work as well get some of the calls that you scheduled previously 
make sure mm. there's a certain segment of your day where you take most of your external calls and everything okay. i dedicate most of my morning like morning either the first couple of hours either goes in some meetings that i have that I've committed to or mm. i keep that time to actually complete the work that i have mm. after that is like lunch is 10 to 5 10 minutes max is i finish that mm. get into the series of calls and everything that you have to carve out mm. some time for yourself there after to complete the work you have to bounce mm. out of work mm. get back get back home there's dinner or something watch something chill out for a while if you really have to do some work if it's urgent for that matter mm-hmm. do that part that comes as part of it i usually end up sleeping around 2 230 so depending on that so am and then like literally yeah. every day yeah that's more or less my best work actually happens from about 1130 to about 2 that's the window that's the window mm. you get the greatest amount i get the greatest amount of inspiration although mm. and it's worked work for you and it's, it's work. worked for you it's mm. worked for me see it's worked for me it may not work for you it won't work for anyone else your parents would have told you early mm. to bed early to rise no, no, etc yeah. etc it doesn't work that way yeah. i i'm a kind of person yeah. who can stay up for 24 hours if i yeah. wake up at 5 i mm. don't mind staying up from the entire night and going through that Correct. but if if i fall asleep in at 10 getting up mm. at 5 is one of the hardest things i can go through. yeah man see that's where i'm facing the issue right so even if, if i push myself to wake up in the morning but my day is going rough yeah. i'd rather instead of working from 5 am to 8 am i'd rather put that work in in the night because i'm just comfortable yeah. with that okay so that's nice uh how does all of this set in with uh, you know another thing i want to touch upon is uh, working with your brother right now your brother is a important part of all of the uh, this True. journey and uh, uh i really don't like of course working on something uh, with a friend uh you know that is something i'm aware of but how does it work out when you have a family member involved in something that is your main for us uh, it worked up perfectly scene. see okay. think about it now even if you work with a friend or something for that matter right you mm. hung out with him you've done you that you guys have had fun etc but okay. how they work in a i would say corporate setting or a more formal setting is something entirely mm. different Mm-hmm. and the ability your ability to actually trust the person to do what he has to and okay. trust in the sense that blindly actually trust them is actually mm. hard to find how does that build this is how is built built from childhood itself mm. so i so the funny thing is there was once someone actually misquoted us by saying that uh, misquoted my brother <laughs> saying that i've known my brother my entire life my like, bro that's obvious <laughs> man like which journalist is going to go say that and that's not what he actually said okay. it's not what he said at all but that was a quote and we still i mean we frame that quote up and we still laugh about it right? oh shit okay. that's it's, nice. it's actually it's actually hilarious okay. but it does actually think so i've known him i mean both of known each other entire life we've seen mm. we've grown up together we know what our strengths and weaknesses are mm. and we've been we've been collaborating for like quite some time mm. huh? they've been numerous time for example um, if you wanted okay. toys or something right okay. like we realize that this entire risk reward this reward system that comes in you mm. you work you actually get rewarded mm. that actually worked for us so he mm. would do well in his his exams i would do well mm. in my exams and say i wanted something he wanted something mm. so both of us wouldn't want both of us wanted the same thing we would mm. make sure that one person would ask for it other person asked for something else mm. so we mm. diversify the uh, range of choices that you had and okay. we used to play our parents that way it was mm. simplest mm. thing right they said they promised each of you get one thing mm. if both we want the same thing get like two of those same things so actually take care of it and get something else <laughs> So, so very the experience. In place. So very the experience itself. Now the moment he started wearing that entire experience, I started working together. That way it became easier. Okay. There have been times where he had to cover for me, I had to cover for him. Mm. So we know exactly how to actually make that entire tandem work. And so we've been doing a, a similar kind of tandem for a long period of time. Okay. And that's worked. And see the mm. thing is. If there's friends, there's everyone. Like if it, there's that famous meme of uh, Fast and Furious, like family, family, family. most important, family forever, etc. Family forever. Yeah. There are things that actually work out that way. Like yeah. all families are different. Huh? Mm-hmm. Some are, some of them have their own dynamic. There mm. are some brothers who never talk to each other. There mm-hmm. are some who are like who uh, there are some who stay very close. But thankfully, one of the ones who actually stayed very close. Mm-hmm. It's worked out tremendously for us. So I have complete faith in what he does, and likewise as well. Mm-hmm. There's always verify. Mm-hmm. Always ask, are you sure? But if someone says, look, I am doing this, you support mm-hmm. them to the hilt. Yeah, you've seen what yeah. the person's capable of. Capable of. Yeah. And you, you know exactly what and if that's something they can actually end up doing. Mm-hmm. By all means let them. Crazy. So two questions. If both of you, you and your brother are uh, stuck on a decision hmm. and he is complete looking the other way and you're looking the other way, what happens then? That's one. Hmm. Two, uh where does family set in with all these plans like are they part of the plans? Do they come and tell you, you know what? I think you're going wrong here. This is where you got to go. So these are the two things i want to kind of get so see if on. both of us are actually stuck on a matter where we have diametrically opposite views hmm. i mean there are people in the team whose lives are going to be affected by this outside of the both of us that we yeah, make okay. it a point to involve the rest of them in the decision say look it's okay. going to affect all of us hmm. i mean all of us all of us need to actually be, need to know what's happening you can't take these important critical decisions behind mm-hmm. closed doors right mm-hmm. then it's just like it's like school or the matter someone yeah. decides something you're just sitting there like okay i have to sit here and actually do it there's mm-hmm. no autonomy that comes in mm-hmm. having that autonomy and transparency actually becomes important okay. so that's one of the ways you've done it so it's not like a universe okay. of the two of us in tandem so it's they're it's equally a wide world so they Everyone get it too it. yeah 
Yeah, no one's like, okay, how come you're thinking this way? Because they've no, been no exposed is, to not, the thought process exactly. as well. And there's nothing mm. that I want to do this because, because but, I'm me, full stop. Right? Dude, that's not a reason, that's a, that's a statement. You that's can't base statement. it on a yeah, statement yeah. itself. Hmm. Huh? You, need to, you need to be mm. able to, and a statement is not a strategy. Hmm. Your strategy needs to be told to everyone. And that's right. what becomes important. So you collaborate other people and there are times that are diametrically opposite. Hmm. One person usually ends up relenting. Hmm. Saying, okay, fine, you want to do it. Uh, fine man like go ahead and do it but you screw up you screw up you screw up on your own time thereafter so having that autonomy actually ends up you that, screw up you do well that's you with it thereafter. you don't get held on to the decisions that you end up making or get mm. stuck in your head saying oh what about this what yeah, about yeah. that full of hypotheticals as, you as simple what you as that to, yeah keep things simple keep forward. things real with family as well it's actually mm. similar the okay. family is given autonomy they're saying you guys do what you want your own okay. individuals right now mm. you guys are old enough do what you have to you want advice come and ask us for advice mm. any point in time but it's not that they sit there and dictate, do this, do that. That's mm. not the way it actually But has goes. there been a time where they felt, okay, you know what, maybe this is not the way to go forward? And uh, how? Yeah, I mean, conversations mm. have been had. Okay. But there, see, there's always logic that actually prevails. Okay. okay. It's never been a case of because I said this because I'm your parent. So that comes through this. with the family as well. It comes through with the family as well. See, mm. it comes nice. a large amount. It also comes from the family. It comes from your own personal experiences. Mm. Right? You've been mm. molded equally at home as you have on the street or on the, on the playground mm. or in school or... For Joseph's in that matter, okay. in a bar yeah, or something yeah. for that matter. I kid, Joseph's a lot, doesn't do admin, but it has a reputation of being a party place also. Because why not have fun with it? Yeah. Huh? And every college mm-hmm. for that matter has a similar kind mm-hmm. of thing. But these are the various crucibles in which you as a person actually end up getting formed. Getting formed. Right? And mm-hmm. that becomes, so who uh, every, who uh, who you are as a person is mm-hmm. a combination of a combination of nature and nurture. There are yeah. some things that are intrinsic to you as a person that you can't end up changing. If you yeah. end up changing, you just spend the rest of your life in rebellion against who you are. Oh, and that's shit. a painful, painful sense of that's existence. That's a mad quote. Everybody, everybody you knows just that. just dropped a quote. <laughs> everybody, yeah. every, you, everyone knows someone like that. Yeah. They're trying to be someone they are not. It's, like, mm. it's, it's a painful thing to actually witness, for mm. people to actually mm. go through. Mm. And there are other kind of people who are like, fine. Like They've mm. been grown up in a certain way, around a certain stage jacket. Once they mm. break out of it, they go explore, they go they wild, etc. But they mm. find, everyone finds their medium. Everyone finds their medium. Hmm. Yeah. How does uh, Siddharth look at uh, the years to come in terms of his personal life, in terms of... Wedding, having kids, uh, and uh, this whole family okay. life. Whole uh, what is uh, whole your view experience. on that? Because, you know, I'll tell you the yeah. reason why I'm asking this, right? So, as we speak, like more and more, at least in my friend circles, uh, most of them at 27, 28, 29, uh, the, the, the question of, you know, is marriage even worth it mm. right now, right? So, obviously, the in my friend circle, the girls start getting married first. Uh, and then uh, now the guys are due in the next, say, three yeah. to four years, <laughs> according to the yeah, you know yeah, majority yeah. at least. Yeah. And But then there's this large uh, group of people now suddenly saying, you know what, I'd rather live in with my partner. And uh, because that's giving me the space to explore my life more. Yeah. And uh, say with a married life and a family life, maybe I'm limiting my experience, right? And we spoke about how important experiences are. And I think that's the definition that's running with most of the minds. Uh, So what's your take on all these things? Does uh, family life limit you? Uh, Does it not? Uh, What do you you feel? My entire philosophy is let's say uh, you do you. So Uh, what do you feel for yourself? I want to get married. I want to okay. have kids. I want to go with the traditional thing. Okay. The person I'm with also, we've okay. spoken about it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that actually inhibits us, nothing that the institutional okay. marriage actually inhibits us from doing sure. for that matter. Hmm. See, everyone has their own notion of these kind of things. Yeah. They base that notion of people they've actually met. Hmm. Some yeah, yeah. or some experiences. And, and some experiences have actually seen. gone yeah, through yeah. as well. Yeah. Hmm. There are some people who genuinely don't believe in the institution of marriage. Hmm. Some people who believe it's some patriarchal construct, right. or an artificial concept, etc. etc. Exactly. It's never supposed to be never supposed to be monogamous yeah. we all supposed to be polyamorous all these kind of crazy ideas are floating mm. and these these are not new ideas mm. if you if you as a student of history if you actually look back mm. all the way from the hedonists in the Greece to the Chabakas mm. in India mm. everyone's had similar kind of thoughts right? yeah, there yeah. are some people who are just contrarian to what society actually expects of them yes. and those contrarians have actually become mainstream the hipsters of today the people who want to live in and all that mm. is not brand new concepts it's been there it's been there people mm. want to do it do it by all means You, no one see what can you possibly say it's two consenting adults doing what they want to okay who in their right mind can actually say that they, they shouldn't do it they you, can't pass, you, can't must, you can't pass moral judgment it doesn't make sense you're mm. not allowed to pass a moral judgment on something that doesn't affect you 
Mm, if you lovely, think about it, see, lovely. a variety of life, of mm. various aspects of life actually arise from this core principle. Okay. Even look, look at homosexuality for that matter. Yeah. Right? Mm. You don't really, if you meet someone who says he's gay, it's not going to change yeah. the way you actually look at him or you're like, oh my God, it's going to be the stuff. exact. It's nothing. Yeah. It's like, dude, your friend, I'll still yeah. have her with you. We'll yeah. chill. We'll do yeah. what we have to. It makes no, it doesn't actually materially alter the way I look at it. It doesn't alter yeah. the way I look at you at all. It shouldn't. I look at you as a person mm. that actually continues. But there are some people who are so aghast at the fact that someone else is doing something in the privacy of their own mm. home. I think that's the problem. Problem. The the fact that you're doing something else, like how can you? No, dude. Yeah. The whole world was created by people who decide to go against against the against the common grain. Let me ask mm. you. There's there's a famous joke also that way. Mm. The guy who discovered that cows actually give milk and people can actually drink that. What the hell was he doing to actually figure out that was that was going on? Same thing. That's a great question. Is that contrarian thinking that's actually help people help evolve? Help people evolve and uh, live better people, lives. Yeah. There are hundreds of people who will say no to whatever you do. Mm. When we started off as well, we, mm. by the way, when we started off, think about it. We were, I was 23 or 24 when we started crazy, off 314. That's crazy. Right. No, mm. 20, yeah, 23 when we started 314. My brother mm. was about 12, 27, 28. Mm. There's a bunch of kids starting off a venture and venture capital was literally an old boys club. Everyone there is like, dude, I've it seen can't meetings, be. I've seen meetings where the entrepreneur is about our age, the guy is putting his hand behind like, as if his school teacher is belting him in sixth standard, he's sitting there, sir, no sir, sorry sir, or this sir, they can't even look at the person in the eye. If that's a kind of equation, that was mm. how a number of VC firms actually operated, where there are guys on the top who believe the God's gift to mankind and done it. And yeah, a number man. of those guys mm. have shat on us mercilessly mm. when we yeah. started off. But we That's just, crazy. we put our head down, we continue doing what we're doing, we become fairly, we become fairly successful that way. So and people have taken up and taken notice of it. People will always shit on you. Yeah. Okay, no matter for what you do, do no matter for what whatever, you do, right? Whatever it is. Because say, even if you follow the mainstream decision of say, getting married, yeah. even if that's not what you want, but you still do it because yeah. you know what, you want to please them. Then the problem becomes, you know what, you're not handling your married life yeah. well. You're going against, see, that's what that, yeah. you're not going against who you are as a person. If you, That's a rebellion against your innate self. Hmm. It's a problem. It's a problem. It it's doesn't a, matter who you're married, the issue. institution itself actually starts affecting yeah. you. Why should an institution affect you? There's no, no one says you have to end up getting mm. married. There's a lot of societal pressure, mind you, because yeah. that's a way of life. A lot of people have understood. understood but there are a yeah. number of people who've grown up who haven't gotten married. They've lived in, they've done what they want. Some people who keep going and roaming the streets trying to try to uh, trying to get another notch on their belt. You do you. Man. <laughs> so be it. So, so be, be it. it. The world is crazy, large enough crazy. for people to have varied experiences. <laughs> no one, no one's there to say that my experience or my way of thinking is, a is way, the only is way. The only norm. This has to be lived or experienced. Exactly. Yeah. That's just stupid. You can't stage acting yourself into someone else's understanding of existence. Hmm. Existence is your own to me. The world is too big. Yeah. yeah. Gautam, you said you had a question. Um, yeah. So this is completely out of the blue. But, mm-hmm. uh, you said you like traveling, right? Uh, hmm. What? How do you look up to in your personal travel? What do you pursue, or is there anything that you have in mind? How does explore. See, exploration and the experience. Okay. Hmm. So, for example, I, I went to Greece. So, moment hmm. you talk to any Indian guy going to any Indian person, not even hmm. I'm not going to qualify it by gender. I think any Indian person going to Greece, they be like, bro, Mykonos, huh? Bro, uh, I think Ibiza is also around there, which is another party place. There's another party place. Hmm. Yeah, party place. Like, hmm. why? If that's, that, 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 that doesn't intrigue me as a person at all. I don't want to go to some place, dishum, dishum, dishum kind of music. You end up so what do you, what do you, chase? Kind of huh? what do you chase in a place no. then? So it depends on what the place has to offer. So for example, Greece, history. Hmm. The largest, the crucible of Western civilization actually arose out of Greece. A large hmm. amount of the words, the language, the influence it has on our lives is actually outsized. Some, hmm. of the, some of the things you've seen in like video games or movies or something, go explore those places. Athens hmm. was a small time, go to Rhodes. Rhodes hmm. was a fantastic place for that hmm. matter. Hmm. I managed to see things in Rhodes, taste things in Rhodes that I, I doubt I could actually experience in any experience other part of Greece. It, in, any other, in, any yeah. part of Greece itself. Hmm. Hmm. So these are not things you'll find out on a, like a TripAdvisor or a TripOto or a travel itinerary for that matter. These are things you go out there, you, you go out on a limb. You figure out what, what the locals, what do locals actually do. Mm. The moment you can experience a place the way the locals actually do, right? You've truly understood that place. Yeah. So imagine, so for example, I'll give you an example. Everyone thinks of India, everyone thinks of Agra. They go to Agra, look at the Taj Mahal, Taj Reba, and they go. And they're like, dude, there's such a large country that exists outside of that. What what do you people do? It's a yeah. disservice. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Similarly, people say, go to Paris. Oh my God, go to go gawk at the Eiffel Tower. Eiffel go see Tower. the Arc de Triumph, which they down the road from that mm. place. Go to that museum, see them. Some Hindi movie, I think, was shot. Quite a few mm. of them shot. Okay. Go see, go see, go see a couple of sites over there. Reba. Yeah. I say, dude, that's not. There's a whole bunch of interesting things. There are very interesting counterculture scenes that actually happen in Paris that are not there anywhere else. There are people, there are various forms of French rock and French rap that you would mm. only, you wouldn't okay. been able to experience right now if not for Spotify or YouTube yeah. or that. Go mm. and actually see that at the source itself. And that's the there's real. French, there's French mm. graphic novels and there are those artists who are immensely mm. talented, who actually, mm-hmm. who actually hang out on Panaces and all mm-hmm. that. No one else can actually see it. 
these are the kind of offbeat things that actually become important that you're chasing in these places exactly it can that's be a simple crazy, it can be as simple as this driving down the highway or something seeing some place seeing some really small shop that sells biryani go belting it mm-hmm. it turns out to be the best biryani you've had i've had mm-hmm. friends who've done that who just go into kerala drop us a cycle puncher shop spells p u n c h e r h one guy has this large thing over there just thinking they were hungry like what is that is a biryani is like how much is that i'm not selling he said okay just give it to just us we'll pay you whatever you whatever you oh, want is like yeah they paid him like a small amount Lovely. of cash Taste the biryani. Gave him a lot mm. more money after that, because saying this was the best thing that mm. they've actually eaten. Mm. But that's an experience. These are kind of experiences that you'll remember now because I went there. And if you think about it, the photos you take on travel, right? You never actually go back and look at those photos after. They're somewhere stuck in your cloud or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, it's you'll there. You'll get one pop up one day saying, "Oh, this day eight years two, ago, two years ago, four years ago." Like, oh wow, huh? just like that. It doesn't nice, actually work nice, that way. Nice, so nice. go experience it that way. And those nice. stories you get out of that, huh? Falling asleep when your flight was actually taking off, telling you you were stuck in the airport. That kind of stuff happens. Those are the kind and of those are the things you cherish. Yeah, right. And don't go chasing masalas in Thailand and Bali. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, do that way, way in the US. Day. Like one thing I can't do is I can't I can't bring myself to order masalas or something outside. I remember once in the US, I, I was there for I was there for a for quite some time actually. I was really craving like South Indian food, like this dashini <laughs> food. Like you get that hankering, it's impossible to get get out of. Went to some Indian place with a bunch of friends. Saw the menu. Saw like mm. is like masala dosa, come the potato fill lentil crepe and some rubbish they put as part of that. See the price was fifty dollars. Bro, it's fifty rupees in India. Fifty rupees. I'm not gonna. Fifty dollars for this. This kind of stuff. I mean, my heart. I can't. Like my stomach may say something. My heart may heart say, boss, not not gonna happen. Man, this is crazy. Yeah, uh, Siddharth. I think uh, the glimpse or uh, the kind of insight. I wanted people to have into your life. I think I've literally overachieved that with this conversation. Uh, I usually end the episode with this. Like, uh, maybe what's one thing you want to tell the people who are watching uh, in terms of uh, living a better life? Like, just one final, you know, message. Yeah. Don't be, be a rebellion against yourself. Mm. See, understand who you are. Understanding who you are as a person doesn't come from comes in part from talking to other people, figuring out what other folks have experienced are. But a large amount of that actually comes from what you feel comfortable comfortable actually doing. Hmm. Figure out what that is. There are some people who've been driven to be ambitious, who've been given this false sense of ambition that they can never really achieve because their interests and pursuits lie elsewhere. You have one life. I mean, it's a cliche. Everyone knows you have one life after all, yeah. unless you're Buddhist or something hmm. and believe in reincarnation hmm. and all that other stuff. But as of now, think about it. If you were to look back, look back in your life and you have nothing else to look forward to. What do you want to remember your life as? Doing something you miserably hated, being stuck in a relationship that you never wanted to be a part of, not actually taking the chance to go out there and do something. You owe yourself better. You oh, live in a man. time and place where you can actually achieve that, where your parents could, your grandparents could, others could. You owe yourself and you owe all of them just leading a better life. As long as you do that, that's all. And I think uh, we have enough resources today to be able to live that life. Much right? better quality. Yeah. So lovely, man. Uh, great message uh, towards the end. Thank you for being here. Uh, My pleasure. This is the end of the episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, there's a lot of insight that he's given us. I think uh, I will also sit back and uh, watch this episode. There's so much uh, that we spoke about. Uh, but I loved uh, your thoughts. Uh, it's crazy. It's amazing how open you are. Uh, definitely a change from the impression I had about you. uh so amazing man i yeah, think the college i would go the college was fun there's all these little juniors running around and like oh sidar sidar oh it's going go and go and scare them scare the shit out of them oh man i was just low low level stuff was just scared i don't know why they amazing. were scared of me yeah. i had go with a large number of my juniors actually it was fantastic fun i was never like out oh, hanger only with my guys i'm an upper classman i'm third year mm-hmm. i don't they come in they're as scared as you were 3 years ago <laughs> so make them make them feel welcome over here the way your seniors <laughs> nice uh, but uh, sadat you're definitely inspiring and uh, full power to your company uh, hoping to see a lot more of your articles and uh, full power to that man so thanks for thanks being sir. here uh, i hope you all enjoyed the episode let us know if you want us to ask sadat something in the comments or you can just dm me and uh, we'll make sure to make that happen thank you for being here see you on the next one take care guys